150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth seal number 36. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. The fifth seal is a bi-weekly podcast that I do um, through most of the year where we look at the uh, the worst 50 countries uh, for Christians to live in due to persecution. We count down from 50 to number one, which is why you'll notice that the episode numbers are going backwards. Uh, we do it bi-weekly throughout most of the year until the month of November, where we will do every single day. We will count down from number 30 to number one of the worst uh, countries for Christians to live in. Um, November, we call it Persecuted Church Awareness Month because I decided that should be Persecuted Church Awareness Month. I didn't know who to go to to make it all official, so I just did it myself. Um, been doing this for about nine to ten years now, and uh, just our little corner of the internet where we can come together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, raising awareness for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world, uh, praying for them, and um, just lifting our, uh, them up to God and, and praying that, that God will receive um, the glory that he is due through uh, the faith of our brothers and sisters who are persecuted um, in, in different areas where they are beaten, raped, imprisoned, and murdered. Uh, for their faith in Christ. So uh, today we're going to jump in a couple of them. Uh, a couple of these are, are, are the two stories I'm going to talk about are, are a little disturbing. So I'm going to give you the option. I'm just going to warn you right now. Um, if you've got little ears in the room, uh, you may want to put headphones in or pause and come back and, and watch this later. Uh, Unless, of course, it's it's at a point where you want to have this conversation with your kids. I'm I'm always of the mind that uh, as Christians, we should be willing to talk to our kids about pretty much anything and have that discussion. But again, we've got to be age appropriate and aware of where they are. So um, if, if you're not ready to have a discussion with your child about um, some horrifying uh, deaths and and issues that our brothers and sisters deal with uh, around the world now's the time to either press pause or put in those headphones to where they're not going to hear everything that is going to come out so first we're going to look at uh, nigeria this is from international christian concern fulani militants have again invaded multiple communities in basa local government area nigeria during one of the recent attacks a father and son were beheaded in Tafagana village where, while walking home from choir practice. They were headed home around 8 p.m. Sunday when they were stopped and killed. 
The father was identified as Thomas Wolo, 46, and his son is Ngewe Thomas, who was set just seven years old. Next, after killing the father and son, the militants moved to Huke village and destroyed numerous farms. Though no lives were lost, the loss of farms is devastating to the farmers and the local population. There is already a food shortage in Nigeria due to continued violence like this, and destruction of crops only makes it worse. It is also used as a mean to displace villages so that the land can be taken and used for herding. Finally, in the village of Ancha, a woman was killed the very next day. She has not been openly identified yet, but this village has suffered many attacks over the past two years and has received no help or security from the government. This has allowed these attacks to continue. ICC has worked a lot with the people of Ancha and, uh, and is currently trying to identify the woman who has been reported killed by the Punch Nigeria. So, Nigeria has been in the, in the news, well, not enough in the news, in the mainstream news, uh, most of this last year. I think just with stories that I've shared since February um, dealing with Nigeria, I want to say that, that we there's a, a recorded over, um, verified of over 500 Christians who have been murdered in, in Nigeria by Fulani militants or Boko Haram. And um, another story that I was just looking at, uh, well over, probably well over 5,000 families displaced because of attacks on um, villages like this where they've come in and just completely decimated the village and displaced all the Christians um, living in those villages. So uh, Nigeria has just been one of the the really bad places this year and and it it's year after year there's always been issues in in nigeria with boko haram it just seems like it's been more concentrated and worse this last year as fulani militants have have come in as well as boko haram and begun to uh murder people um so pray for um the people in this village um and the church that has lost these these two people, uh, this father and son, the family uh, there. Uh, I'm sure there's a mother and and siblings who are now without a, a father and and their brother um, beheaded for their faith in Christ. And and we don't. A lot of times we hear these, and the next story is even even more disturbing. Um, Sometimes I don't think it, it affects me. I, I feel like I should be more emotionally affected by these. I mean, this is a seven-year-old boy who is beheaded because he believes in Jesus. Pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. Um Moving on to a story from Syria. International Christian Concern has learned that on July 8th, an Armenian Christian woman living in the Syrian Ganevarate of Idlib went missing. Suzanne Deir Kirkur was 60 years old and her body was found the next day just outside of her village. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of that village. 
An autopsy revealed that Suzanne was tortured and repeatedly raped over an estimated period of nine hours. She was then stoned to death. The incident was confirmed by SOS's Cretien d'Orient, which wrote in a statement that, quote, cruel was her ordeal, the reality is just as much. A virgin at 60, she died under the repeated assaults of the jihadists of al-Nusra, unquote. The autopsy reveals that Suzanne had been subjected to repeated rape since the afternoon of Monday the 8th until early Tuesday morning, only hours before her discovery. As a martyr, she is joined in heaven by thousands of Christian brothers who died in the arena of barbarism, continued the statement. Suzanne was a gardener and an Arabic teacher. Although retired, she often volunteered at the Kenenye Village Church, where she helped the youth achieve the, their baccalaureate. The church was concerned by Suzanne's absence, and it, was, uh, and it was parishioners who found Suzanne's body. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights also verified the incident. Quote, her body was found with marks of torture on it, and according to forensic medicine, the woman had been tortured for about nine hours before she was stoned to death by unidentified persons, unquote, read the report. It is widely reported among locals that Suzanne's attackers were members of the Jabhat al-Nusra terrorist group, which maintains a strong presence in Idlib Governorate, I can't say that word, um, and Al-Yakobie, this is her village, is a Christian village, but most of the women have left because of violent aggression from the terrorists. Some estimate that, on, that only 18 women, including Suzanne, were living in in the village. The Syrian civil war has raged for eight years, opening the doors for Islamic extremism to take a strong foothold. Jabhat al-Nusra in the Syrian offshoot is the Assyrian offshoot of Al-Qaeda. They and many other terrorist groups are active in the Idlib Governorate, which was supposed to provide a safe haven for internally displaced persons. Instead, the Governorate why can I not say that word, has become center stage for the Syrian conflict. Most Christians have fled the country, although they made up approximately 10% of the population prior to the war. Claire Evans, ICC's regional manager for the Middle East, said Suzanne was a pillar in her community. Her ultimate and her untimely death and the manner of her murder is horrifying. It further deepens the shadow which has fallen upon any Christians who have remained in Syria throughout nearly a decade of violent conflict. Rule of law, justice, and accountability must be restored in Syria. Otherwise, we are witness to the slow but fierce extermination of Christianity from a country where it has existed for over 2,000 years. Um, I, I, you know, I don't even know that we have to go any deeper into discussing. I mean, this is a 60-year-old woman who, because she was a Christian, living in a Christian village, was attacked, repeatedly raped, and stoned to death for her faith in Christ. And, and, and we get upset in this country because we get ridiculed or told we're, we, we can't do something. This is a sister... And Christ, who was, who, who was beaten and raped. 
and then murdered because of her faith in Jesus. So let's pray for our brothers and sisters in, in Syria and especially in that village that I can't pronounce the name. So moving on to uh, our world watch list this week, Brunei, number 36. Um, few facts about Brunei. The source of persecution is Islamic oppression. Population there is about 434,000. Christians are about 57,000 of those, so a little over 10%. The main religion there is Islam. The government is a sultanate. The leader there is Sultan Hassanai, Hassanai Bolkia. Um, Sharia law and illegal conversions. In Brunei, conversion from Islam is illegal, so Christian converts are pressured to return to their former faith. When one family member converts to Christianity, families are forced to split up, making expression of the Christian faith an incredibly difficult decision. All of society is impacted by the continued introduction of Sharia laws, including Christians who are forced to adhere to Islamic customs and rights. Um, it's a little uh, abbreviated today from what we usually do, simply because the website is down, so I'm going off of the PDF file that I have of the World Watch List. They don't put all the things. I don't got. I don't get like examples and stuff of persecution in this like I do on the the regular page. But I do still have the prayer points. So let's talk about those prayer points for uh, Brunei. One, pray that God will give Christians wisdom and courage to stand out as to stand out as. And it's cut off. Hmm. As culture. Uh, pray for underground believers who feel persecution strongly because the country is so small and there is nowhere to run in if their faith in Christ is exposed. And pray for Muslims who turn to Christ and now face strict punishment under Sharia law. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for um, the, the ability we have to come together through social media and through the internet to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world to bring awareness to the persecution that they endure simply because of their faith in you lord and so we do lift up our brothers and sisters in nigeria our brother or brothers and sisters in syria in these areas where increased pressure has been happening over the last year especially um and the attacks are becoming more and more brutal and the stories coming out of there are becoming more and more horrifying. Lord, we lift up these two specific uh, church bodies uh, who have lost people um, in Nigeria there and in Syria. Lord, we lift up those bodies that, that you will bring comfort to those who have lost the, these people who who've lost their loved ones, um, that you would embolden the, the pastors and the parishioners that they would continue to stand firm on their faith that this would not be a, a faith shaking uh, situation but it would be a, a, a strengthening of their faith and uh, a willingness to stand up and even be more bold in their faith in you Lord and we lift up our brothers and sisters in Brunei we pray that the that you would give the Christians their courage to stand out um, to preach the gospel, to call others to repentance and faith in you, Lord. Uh, we pray for the underground believers um, who feel persecution strongly because of, of being in such a small country. Um, 
and if their faith in is exposed that they they can't hide lord we pray for them we pray that that they would be willing to be exposed and um and not need to hide lord we pray that there would be a change in the government that they would be able to to worship freely and not have to hide lord and again we pray for the the muslims there who are coming to know you and repenting and putting their faith in you um, and then fall under these strict sharia laws even to the point of being um executed because they've converted from islam to christianity um, many times by their own families and so we pray for those that their faith would be strengthened that they would be willing to continue to to stand firm in their belief and their uh their faith in you lord that you would come alongside of them and bring them peace uh bring comfort and bring courage lord that they would that they would continue to speak your name that they would preach your gospel and that others would hear your word and that through that your spirit would work and bring conviction and and bring draw these people to yourself and it is all for your name and for your glory that we pray this jesus amen so thanks guys thanks for uh hanging out it was a little longer than normal um but it just stories that needed to be told and so if you would if you know anybody else uh brothers or sisters who would like to come and be part of this who are willing to take a few minutes out of their time every couple of weeks to think about and lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world invite them to the uh, fifth seal facebook page um, invite them to like the youtube channel subscribe hit the notifications button so you can get all the other stuff that uh, i release um, throughout the week on the youtube other podcasts that come out and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they're necessary until next time soli deo gloria mm-hmm.